0: If I can make a living from walking in the woods You can bet I'd be sitting pretty good High on a hill looking at a field downwind If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass Never worry about the price of gas I'd be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in Hunting, fishing, loving every day that's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting and fishing and loving every day. Good morning and morning. welcome to Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors. Talking hunting, talking fishing, and talking just about anything you can do outdoors for the next hour. Right here on KWSN Sioux Falls, 1230 a.m. and 98.1 f.m. And the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo, 104.7 FM. Today's Gone Outdoors is brought to you by Ray's Sport Marine, your local Lund Boats and Bennington pontoon dealer in Moorhead, com. Adventure RV, across from the fairgrounds in West Fargo, your number one RV dealer in the FM area, AdventureRVSales.com. Are you fishing for a snack or gas in Lakes Country? Lakeland General Store is your one-stop shop for all your needs in the lakes area. At the junction of highways 59 and 34 in Dunnville, Devils Lake Tourism, Linex of Fargo. This is Linex Country, home of the adventurous, and Ion Ice Fishing. The all-new Ion Alpha Ice Auger. Hey, congratulations to everybody out there listening to Gone Outdoors that was able to put their tag on a deer so far this deer season. You know, we did we did our Minnesota-North Dakota deer opener in South Dakota is right in there, too, uh, edition of Gone Outdoors last weekend. And you know what? I don't care whether you uh, practiced your marksmanship skills with your rifle and took a 300-yard shot and successfully harvested an animal or or you're up in a tree stand with a uh, bow and arrow, and you get that deer into 15 yards and harvest them that way, or anything in between. If you've successfully put a tag on a white-tailed deer that you have harvested this fall. Or mule deer. Or, good point, or mule deer. You have accomplished something that uh, brings you back to your ancestral roots there. your predator versus prey relationship. Just that real, it's just, it's a neat, neat thing. And congratulations to everybody that's able to do it. Scott, and that includes you.
1: Yeah, well, and I'd like to add, Mr. Agri, that uh, congratulations to everybody that went out. Even if you did not harvest anything, harvesting something obviously is a huge bonus, but just getting out there and spending that time in the outdoors, having the opportunity to do so, Spending some time at deer camp, uh, congratulations to all of you uh, that decided to partake in this year's deer rifle season or archery season as far as that goes too and the upcoming muzzleloader season. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to uh, use my deer tag here over the weekend, uh, fill that deer tag with a, a relatively small buck but it fills the freezer, which for me, that is my main goal when I go deer hunting. And most of the people in our deer party on the property we hunt, that's the main goal. Um, Granted, if you can find something with big horns too, that's a bonus. You know, another bonus is that usually means more meat too, because those deer are usually a little bit bigger. That's right. Um, So yeah, I I feel very fortunate that I was able to harvest that buck late on uh, Monday night as far as our group goes, I think we filled half of our tags at that point. We were three for six. Did not see a lot of deer. The weather played a big part of it, you know, with that big wind. Everybody in our listening area experienced a big wind on Sunday. And although I did see some of my social media friends that were able to harvest an animal on Sunday, uh, that didn't happen in our neck of the woods because there was nothing moving nothing moving all day except the trees and the leaves and the grass and everything else. But it was a really good weekend. Enjoyed getting back, spending some time with our the buddies that we hunt with family and friends, uh, catching up with them and made me wonder why, you know, some of these people you only see once a year, which is a shame. You know, we, you need to do like a mid season get together so that you can go hang out with people more than once a year. Uh, because these are all very special people. You got a lot of very special memories from these guys. Um, and But it, it was a very successful season for me because I got to spend time outdoors and I got to bring some meat home. It gives me more opportunity to experiment with some new
0: recipes, which I enjoy as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Success all the way around. And yeah, you're right about getting together uh, more often during the year. Truly, we can get together anytime we want, right? But it's that deer hunting, that common bond, that common passion for hunting deer. And that's really while we're there. The other stuff is the, the bonus, right? It's, the, it's that common bond that brings us together this time of the year to hit the woods, to be out there. And, and that's what makes it fun.
1: You know, Kyle, I was up in northern Minnesota, Bemidji area, not north-north, but quite a ways north, depending on where you're listening from. And you were in southern Minnesota, not all the way south, but again, most people would consider your area southern Minnesota. How did it go there? I know you have a pretty robust deer
0: camp weekend. We really, really do. And, um, it, you know, I, I drove home Monday night from deer camp and, and I sat there in my head and I thought how, how fortunate, how blessed I was because I was able to sit on our farm hunting deer in a stand 13 of the previous 18 days up till that point. And uh, that in and of itself made it a successful season. Now, as I said before, the reason I'm there is to harvest a deer and I did not do that. So uh, it's tag soup for me, but i tell you what, it wasn't because we didn't have the opportunity. The Minnesota River Valley is so full of habitat and so full of, of wildlife. The number of deer that I had within... 15 to 20 yards of my stand that didn't know I was there. Those close encounters, numbers in the multiples of dozens. That's pretty cool because that really sharpens your skills for when that right animal comes by. I had a little bit of venison left over from last year, so I didn't feel the pressure to shoot a deer for the food sense of it. So I I held out for a, a bigger buck, which he did come by on Monday morning. About 20 yards from my stand, he came by and stood broadside to me. Problem was, it was about 10 minutes before legal shooting hours, and I wasn't going to push my luck, and I wasn't going to push the ethics of a shot when there wasn't enough light to take that, Uh, not to mention the fact that it's not legal. So I did not. I let him pass, and he walked. Um, You know what? Successful season all the way around.
1: Yep, and congratulations on you for uh, passing on that shot, not taking that shot. Uh, for many different reasons. Uh, the beauty is you, you got to be in that opportunity, in that chance, which is super, super cool. You know, Kyle, hunting season is not over for a lot of our listeners. Some of them were still going here for another week. Uh, you know, then you get into other seasons too. Archery goes for a long time, muzzle loader. But it's really ice fishing time. With this weather we've had this week, it's really got it people is. thinking it ice is. fishing. You know, a lot of people have been kind of not thinking about it as much because we've had such nice weather. But it's changed.
0: The tables have turned, haven't they? Uh, you get a, you get a little bit of those uh, single digits or even negative attempts in certain areas, and and uh, that gets you thinking about ice fishing. And you know what? When when we turn the corner from deer hunting, what is the ice fishing opener? It's Shields Ice Fest. Yeah,
1: yeah it certainly is. We've talked about it many times that there really is no hard and fast. Ice fishing opener, because there's not a date on the calendar, but here where where we live in our section of, of uh, the Upper Midwest, you're right, it is Shields Ice Fest uh, in Fargo. Well, there's actually a couple of them, depending and on where several, you go. Several, yes. Uh, going on this weekend is the St. Cloud Ice Fest, but next weekend is the big one. It's, it's Fargo Shields Ice Fest, big white tent out in the parking lot. They have all the vendors here, all the sales, everything going on. It is the longest running ice show in this entire
0: area. Hey, Scott, you know what? Let's uh, let's extend this session, uh, but let's take a quick break. Uh, this segment, we'll, we'll take a break, and we'll, let's come back and talk more about Shields Ice Fest because you're right, St. Cloud this weekend, next weekend's Fargo, uh, uh, Sioux Falls is after that. Um, I think we want to share more of that information with our listeners. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and uh, talk more Shields Ice Fest. Thank God he made me this way,
1: hunting and fishing.